0: Hey everyone, welcome to Tea Over Interiors. I'm Dee. And I'm Alicia. And today, Alicia, we have a very special guest, Janique Taylor. And she is one of my sister friends for life. And I love her very much because she gives great advice. So take it away, Janique. Hey, Janique.
1: Janique.
0: Hi. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Would you like to let? I'm gonna let you tell us about you. So I'm gonna give you the floor.
2: Okay. All right. So my name is Janique Taylor. I am a licensed clinical um, social worker and a psychotherapist. I work with a range of um, of people from ages from elementary school all the way to um, late in life. So I'm just here to bring a little insight. Well, honestly, I'm just here because I was asked, and I have I have some knowledge. And don't
1: worry, and I don't worry. Some, yeah, knowledge so, is absolutely, good.
2: Absolutely, and just hoping to bring a little clinical um, insight on the discussion.
0: So. Normally I say, Alicia, what you over there sipping on? And I'll tell you because I have something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's really really quick. So this one's yummy. This is almond amaretto tea. It has Ooh. hints of summer fruit, deepened by roasted almonds and dates and Ooh. figs. So it has a little sweetness to it. It's very yummy.
0: Girl, you doing it over there? I'm just having some spiced chai tea. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and Janique, what you over there sipping on, girl? Yes, I was
2: waiting for my time. I have I was ready. So I have something called Georgia Peaches. It is mm-hmm. this company called Just Add Honey. And oh. it, it is so yummy. It is um it's a mix. Let me get it right because I'm here. So it's a black tea, but it's mixed mm-hmm. with dried peaches, blackberry leaves, ginger
0: papaya and, hmm. and papaya. it is I love it Yum. it sounds divine girl pass me something through the microphone <laughs> <laughs> alright so the next order of business is my totally random fact that comes out of left field so are you guys ready yes yes alright well did you guys know that pigeons can tell the difference between a Picasso and a Monet?
1: Okay. <laughs> and I'd like to
0: know how they know that. <laughs> well, in a 1995 study done by the Journal of the Experimental Analysis of Behavior, oh boy. They They were able to successfully train pigeons to learn to discriminate color slides of paintings by Monet and Picasso. Hmm. Following this training, they discriminated novel paintings by Monet and Picasso that had never been presented during this discrimination training. Furthermore, they showed generalization from Monet's to Cezanne's and Renoir's paintings or from Picasso's to Braque's and Matisse's paintings. These results suggest that pigeons' behavior can be controlled by complex visual stimuli in ways that suggest categorization. E- even upside down, they can tell the difference. So, these little art connoisseurs, this is probably the reason why they are always landed on the statues in the parks. Mm, how
1: about that? <laughs> but, but that's interesting, though.
0: That really is, because visual stimuli, which I'm
1: assuming we're going to chat about a little bit today, is real. Visual stimuli is real. And we're in the business of visual stimuli, aren't we? Are we not?
0: We are. And so that brings me to, speaking of little art connoisseurs and little critters, that (laughs) brings me to... How can we, Janique, provide a home environment that supports a child's creativity
2: Mm. okay well before I jump in I have to acknowledge that transition so how do we go from pigeons (laughs) to children and we have to pause on that transition but
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) because I like to present a random fact that is somewhat related to the topic it's usually related to the topic
1: Janine. Janique, I, wait I, a minute! Wait, pump the brakes, Janique. I did. I parlayed it. You did not catch the wave. Visual, thank you. Wait a minute. She jacked me all up. I tried to do my thing. <laughs> <What>? You <laughs> did expertly. Like I, it really was just to
2: acknowledge how smooth you did it because you both were able to you know, transition from pigeons, which you know, from I'm from New York City, so we call them flying rats to children and think about like visualization and everything else. Some children are pigeons and visualize. So, no, it was more like kudos because it was smooth. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. (laughs) So, yes. Okay, let me bring back my composure. So, yes, um... (laughs) See, can you please repeat the question?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know I threw you I threw you all the way off. <laughs> and that's what I like to do. So, now my question for you is, how can we provide how can one provide a creative home environment for a child? Okay.
2: So I from my experience, um the way we do that is just providing a space for creativity so we we have to have a, a home that's inclusive and that means that there needs to be areas that you may have de- that you may have designated for creativity um and that's important uh, we we just can't have everything off limits we have to you know and you and you ladies are into you know design and visualization and everything else but um, hopefully when you have like clients and people is about having a space so having a a home that a child doesn't feel like they can do anything right or there's no space that belongs to them or even that space that is quote unquote theirs the parents always wanted to look a certain way um, stifles their creativity and then they start making their own space their own places to create things so um, I tell people like it's your child likes to draw then like get that big paper and maybe tape it somewhere um tape it to a window tape it to certain places in an area that they know that that's their drawing place and it's just the way we phrase things it's really important there's this great book called don't think about purple elephants and it's just the way we how we phrase things so when i say don't think about purple elephants um most likely right now you're visualizing a purple elephant um what that may look like and what happens is that when we tell children um or people in general like don't do like don't draw on the wall now we're looking at that wall more invite like it's more invited um like oh wow that is a good idea you know why can't I if I just do a little bit Will they notice? So now we're really thinking about the wall so uh-huh. the way we can phrase it is is like if there's like you know people do like chalkboard paint. I don't even know that's still in, but like having an area, like, you know, this is your space, you know? Draw on this and make that more um, inviting than saying don't draw on something else because that brings that attention to the don't and to whatever's off-limits. And it's it's very important about how we phrase things that doesn't seem, like, make things seem invited to to, to children. Mm -hmm. To have opportunity for them to create. So, I mean, if it is as easy as go, taking a trip to the dollar store and just getting a whole lot of different um, items and you don't necessarily just have to go to the art supply section. I mean, you can get like flowers, you can get straws, you can get whatever it is and just give them the opportunity to create or build. Um, I think what happens a lot is that people have a vision on what being creative should look like um, based on whatever they see or they're. Or their past experiences, but mm-hmm. it, it looks like whatever you want it to look like, and being open to that, and just being surprised on what a person could create with with materials that may not even be art materials.
0: Yes, true. Very.
1: Janique, what do you think um, makes people? feel good at home what do you think is the the main catalyst or main ingredient in feeling nurtured in a home space
2: oh for absolutely that's a great question and it kind of goes yes and it kind of goes back to what we learn is called like mass hierarchy of needs and Mm -hmm. one of the most important components is feeling safe Mm -hmm. um safety and and sense of comfort um all the other stuff um is secondary to that mm-hmm. um, when we feel safe and safety can look so different it can be a place where you know where you feel that no one will bother you in a home feeling safe know that you're comforted by things that make you feel good um feeling safe may just know that you have a place just to relax mm-hmm. and that you can just you know put your feet up and Or even being safe might be even having your own space where you can sit and read. So safety and being comfortable is is number one um, Mm -hmm. before you get into like aesthetics and things of that nature. Um, Mm -hmm. When you know that that that, that is your space and when you go there, you can let down your guard of the world. That Mm -hmm. is, uh, I believe, is like number one of the most important things. Mm
1: hmm. Mm hmm
2: do you find that people think that that's important or?
1: They don't. Yes, they, they do think it's important, but in my 36 years in design, I must say that they don't know that that's what they're looking for. Because when they reach out to an interior designer, they are not necessarily asking for that. They're asking for something they don't know how to do. They're saying, listen, I, I, this is my home, but I have not been successful at completing this, so that I feel like and and sometimes they're just trying to make the house look like something they saw on HGTV or something Mm -hmm. they saw in a magazine because they feel like that's going to make them feel another step beyond what they've already created. Most people create safety in their homes Mm -hmm. just instinctually because that's what we do as human beings. I think if we if we have uh, enough even if we don't have a lot of resources, to be honest, it doesn't really matter. As you said, it's not the stuff that's in the house. It's the way we feel about that space. Mm-hmm. And most of us wanna feel safe at home. So what we do, if we have the the, the cognitive wherewithal, if we're, if we're capable of it, what we will do is we will nest or we will create something that nurtures us. Mm-hmm. Whether, and sometimes it's clutter, I find that a lot. Um, once they've gotten me involved, and and D involved, we have to sometimes pare down and remove some of the clutter, but so, you have to be cognizant of the fact that some of that clutter creates that safety for people. Mm-hmm. So it's it, different stuff for different people. Um, once we're invited into the home, we are now asked to make sense of what feels a little senseless, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's clutter, whether it's the, a poorly scaled furniture, inappropriately scaled to the size of the spaces.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but there's a little, there's a lot, there are a lot of nuances to that. And there's a lot of um, understanding of the rules of design, balance, symmetry, scale, rhythm, you know, all those things, line, texture. And so what we have to do once we come in is create balance in all mm-hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. it's a science people don't realize it they think it's Mm -hmm. just we're playing you know play play we're having fun we're you know (laughs) putting a bunch of cute stuff in a room and it's so not that Mm
0: -hmm. yeah what people don't realize is that design interior designers first job is to create a space that provides safety and wayfinding and all those different things and we just make it look good that's the end result
1: so janique i am so appreciative and i know Dee is as well we really really appreciate your perspective. And we hope that you have enjoyed being with us and that you'll come back and join us again, because it's wonderful to know from um, a psychological perspective, what is happening when we work with our clients and what they're experiencing and what they're receiving, you know, on an emotional level. So thank you.
2: No problem. Thank you for inviting me. I hope you guys invite me again and we can talk about another topic because I have
0: plenty. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> T.O. interiors is brought to you by Truesdale Morrison Staging and Design. Check us out at com. Send us an email at Morrison at gmail.com and be sure to check us out on and and follow us on instagram as well as facebook at Trusdale Morrison design